It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Who's Angry at Jesus? Our scripture reference today is Luke chapter 4, verses 16 through 30. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They said, Is not this Joseph's son? He said to them, Doubtless you will quote to me this proverb, Doctor, cure yourself. And you will say, Do hear also in your hometown the things that we have heard you did at Capernaum. And he said, Truly I tell you, no prophet is accepted in the prophet's hometown. But the truth is, there were many widows in Israel in the time of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, and there was a severe famine over all the land. Yet Elijah was sent to none of them except to a widow at Zarephath in Sidon. There were also many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. When they heard this, all in the synagogue were filled with rage. They got up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built, so that they might hurl him off the cliff. But he passed through the midst of them and went on his way. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Preachers talk a lot about the religious leaders that rejected Jesus. They were the ones who plotted against him. It was their plan to have him crucified. And sometimes we forget, though, it wasn't only the leaders who wanted a shot at him. Early in his ministry, Luke tells us Jesus visited the synagogue in Nazareth. This was the town he grew up in. Like we speak of our churches, this was his synagogue. People knew him, they remembered him, and he knew them. In fact, as we read, we come to understand he knows something about them they may not even know about themselves. So far, people have recognized Jesus as a teacher. People praised his teaching ability and content. We see another example of this in the synagogue that day. 
Most likely, the worship attendant called on Jesus to read from Scripture. Luke tells us Jesus found the place from Isaiah. I always love reading that. To me, Jesus seems intent on what he wants to declare to his congregation. He quotes the prophet Isaiah, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. According to this passage, the Spirit's anointing has a particular calling. Those who are poor, in bondage, blind, or oppressed will see the benefit of Jesus' call. How many times do we hear people talk about the Spirit? Apparently, Spirit does a lot of comforting and calming these days. And praise God for those moments. But what about what Jesus recognized as Spirit's role in his ministry? Have we forgotten what the good news means to those otherwise marginalized people? Do we even know how important that was to the Holy Spirit? After he read, Jesus offered a brief interpretation. The people loved it. At that point, Jesus could have served by on his good teaching reputation, but he said something else. He goes on to quote two Old Testament stories. And if you aren't familiar with them, there's one point you should understand about them. Jesus reminds his listeners that those stories show that God didn't speak to them. God spoke to and through outsiders. Whereas the people praised him for one sentence, they were ready to kill him the next. What is wrong with people? We can't just disagree. We have to villainize and persecute those who speak against us. This holy congregation was ready to push Jesus off a cliff that day. What angered them so much? It always strikes me odd because they knew the stories Jesus mentioned. That wasn't a surprise. But what seemed to fire up their anger was his insistence God wasn't playing favorites. No amount of prior religious tradition or association would limit God's new reign. Does that anger us today? Of the times I know I've offended religious people, it always seems to be some sense of pride that I rub up against. Maybe if I knew how much money they gave or how important they were, I'd change my mind. Yeah, that'd make me want to disobey God. Now, none of those people would push me off a cliff. I do wonder if we realize how much our prideful inclinations stifle our ability to live within the reality of God's kingdom. There is freedom in God's kingdom. The Spirit leads us to know redemption and holiness. And it's something meant for all people to know. But don't be surprised when it starts with the people you would rather forget. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. And the easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.